What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Panthers Nation Network. More off-season pandemonium. The quarterback carousel is already starting off, but the plot thins for us. We got one quarterback out of the way with the uh, expected signing of Derek Carr to the Saints, but I want to get y'all's thoughts off the top of the head because, you know, it's an NFC South rival, so where are we thinking with, with this uh, with this signing? Um, I think the Saints are where we were the last few years of trying to figure out that quarterback situation. You're kind of stuck somewhere in the middle. You don't really have anywhere else to go other than just stay put until the uh, until maybe it all falls out un- un- underneath you. I mean, they are a team that they try to finesse and finagle their way with the cap situation. They've done a good job of it the last you know five or six years or so. So I'm not. I, I think they'll find their way. They'll find their way around, but I don't think they have their answer as far as long term is, is what as far as what they want to do. And this is really just a great opportunity for us to strike while the iron's hot. Everybody seems down. It seems like a great opportunity to go move to, to, to go send your draft capital away and figure out your future at quarterback. Yeah, I mean you've got you've got your quarterback, but do you have your receiver and do you have your running back for the year? That's the bigger question we have to ask, right? Kamara is up on some court situations and Michael Thomas doesn't seem too happy to be down in the land of the NOLA. So the NFC South is still wide open. Derek Carr, welcome. We're going to whip your butt when you come on into the bank. We're going to see you then and we'll go from there. Look at I'll go sing through the streets of, of of New Orleans how happy I am. It's like Mardi Gras number two for me. That was just a few days ago, and now it's like round two. I'm just very happy to not only have him taken out of the mix because I – it's another one I went back and forth on, and I'm just tired of going back and forth at this point. I'm tired of just the. I'm tired of the pros and cons list. I want the con to be that he has had zero experience in the league, and we are trying to develop him. I'm tired of the you know, well, if he's under this, he can do that. If he's got the situation, he can do that. Like it, the problem with free agency quarterbacks, especially, is they look pretty on paper. You, Russell Wilson is a prime example. Looks pretty on paper. Coaching staff's not right. Doesn't matter how young the roster is, how talented he is, or you know, even with his you know weird character issues, it's it's not going to work out. You see the same thing with Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, all these guys that keep funneling through, and I'm just tired of it because not that I think any, not that I think honestly, Derek Carr has any of those issues. I think he got the shaft in in Las Vegas and was the scapegoat of everything that was going on, much like Frank Reich was for, you know, Indianapolis. And I kind of had the same thoughts of Frank Reich at the beginning. And now seeing what he's done in the, in the former, I've changed my tune a little bit. Derek Carr, I think could have that same effect on this roster, but the money that they put up or would be putting up and the just latching onto that, car for a lack of better words is not something that i want to do with the like you said jason in the environment that we're in right now in the nfc south i, I, I like you were saying shantu shanti's just balls to the wall you know i think that like you said this is the time to strike lord knows what's going on in tampa bay no one has any idea what's going to happen in tampa bay i and the falcons are going with desmond ritter and you know with calvin ridley being reinstated we'll see what that does for that team you know they might have the ability to make a little bit of a splash, but nothing to the point of winning the division. So I think that just right now, it's not what I wanted to see. And you're right, Jason, completely. I mean, Derek Carr, I, I, you know, I, he was looking at places and I guess he must've just seen, you know, the best of the situations. I think he knew the writing was on the wall in Carolina that he was not going to be the long-term guy there. Cause I don't know what as a quarterback is really enticing for you on the saints team, other than the hope of Michael Thomas, you know, being consistent, and being on the field. And the other thing too is that 
I don't think Carolina, from at least from what was reported, Indianapolis, Carolina, neither one of them wanted to meet Derek Carr at the price point he wanted, which was about what, what he ended up getting, like $35, $37 million. So for us, that was a no-go. I mean, it, it, it would make no sense for us to do so. And for Indianapolis, same thing. You just got out of the same situation with, with our previous with, with our with our current coach. Why would you go back into the, the to the veteran QB market? And for us, it's time to look forward to a, a younger guy that, like you said, the only cons that we have is that he hasn't had experience in the league yet. And I get people's stipulations, you know, with have with the fear of a young quarterback being that it and it's stipulations that I have also always shared. And I shared it the first time around when we were going through all this when rule first came in. You bring a guy in, a new guy in with a coaching staff that's fresh, not understand, you know, not knowing how long that coaching staff is going to stay together, how quickly they're going to gel. And that can be detrimental for a younger guy. And that's why I understand people, you know, being concerned with guys like Anthony Richardson who have a lot, a high ceiling, but might need that coaching staff to be able to bring that ceiling out of him. I can understand that my fear with going, you know, any higher than really with going with three or higher is, is just what all draft capital wise, like you were talking about, we would be giving up because we're still, in that weird spot where I don't know, you know, I, obviously it's a bit clear that we're not trying to rebuild at this moment in time, but there's still like that inkling, especially with coming in a, a full new regime. Yeah, and, and and we have we have guys that are you know that that, that, that are next up and do. We already paid DJ, you paid Dante, Brian Burns is up next of the young guys that you drafted in the past what, four or five seasons. So if you're about to rebuild, then you then you will need to start shipping those guys out. So if you wanted to rebuild, I mean, you could theoretically ship off a DJ or ship off a Brian Burns. Now, would I do this? Absolutely not. I think that's crazy to even, even entertain the thought, but if they were looking to rebuild, that would be how you would have to go about doing it, collect the capital back and pot, you know, and just, and just go back through the draft. I just, and I, and I don't think we're doing any sort of, you know, rebuilding at all. And you can tell, and I think Fitter honestly is trying to be proactive in his contracts. You talk about all the guys that just got paid. And if you think to the guys that need to get paid, you know, or the guys that we could be paying. The biggest issue was why of why we couldn't keep, you know, Hassan or we couldn't keep, you know, Gilmore, whether it was not wanting to be there, but also we didn't have the money for Hassan. And and you saw what kind of issue that provided and the impact that it had. And there's guys out there. There's also some free agents that we've been linked to. You know, Yannick Ngoku has a big, you know, connection with Frank Reich. And I think, you know, I would rather sign an, a free a, a, a defensive end than draft another one and waste a spot on a younger guy. And we've got Amari Barno and we've got guys coming up that can be in that spot. I, w- I wouldn't want to do that. I'd rather get just another, you know, another bigger guy that can be in, in there. And then linebackers, you know, that's another place where I don't think we can afford to draft. I mean, we should, you know, Brandon Smith, will see if he'll be able to get some more playing time this year. But I think we also could use a staple at the linebacker spot. Uh, you know, a defensive line, you know, Leonard Floyd as well, though. You know, Leonard Floyd from, from the Rams, he worked with Devero. Yeah. There's a connection there. That's, that's, that's a possible guy. And then there are some linebackers in the draft. I think what they think the kids, Jack Campbell out of Iowa. Yeah. yeah. There's, a buddy from, there's a buddy from Indianapolis that, you know, just would have been with Frank. Um, I can't remember the linebacker's name. It's something. But I want to go back real quick. I want to go back real quick because you were talking about, I mean, before we got all kind of misconstrued with our situation. I want to talk more about the Derek Carr situation. He went to he went to New Orleans for one reason, Dennis Allen. You know, Dennis Allen is his old coach when he got drafted with the Raiders. So that's the that. connection that you have. That's the connection that you have. That's why the Saints were kind of in the lead on the low. He was just filling out what we had to offer and what the Jets had to offer. Um, and I think what you're going to see, 
the cohesiveness would be there between coach and quarterback. The problem they have is it's a short leash because a lot of them have aged out, right? Michael Thomas is not happy as we just talked about. Alvin Kamara's got other situations going on. Don't know what they're going to do with him long term. So that's the problem with them rebuilding. You know, now you guys are talking about our, our linebacker situation and what we can do. If we don't restructure Shaq, he's got to go. Yeah. Right. There's no way around. It's, I mean, we can't we can't mince words there. Right. He's got to go because we've got to be able to open up the books for Brian Burns. We've got to be able to open up the books for I mean, Bozeman. DJ just extended. Right. So if he has another yeah. good year, he's not going to come back to the books. You know what I mean? Like he's going to come back and try to get that lead receiver money at that point. Right. We're going to be strapped. And then you talk about. We got to sign Dante Foreman. That's a no-brainer in my book. You've got to sign the man. Brandon I don't know Bozeman. what you mean long term. Yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah, Bozeman. Um, so we've got some other things that we got to play to, which is why I'm glad we, we're we not reaching for another Band-Aid. If we're going to go, let's go young. And and but then I still I still would argue, and this is what I was talking about in terms of you know the fear that people have in terms of our coaching staff because we were talking about how you know with Anthony Richardson there is a a concern that you know he has a very high ceiling, but it's going to take a consist you know a, a good coaching staff to bring it out of him. And we've talked about that point all the time, especially the first time around about how you know young coaches can be hindered or young quarterbacks can be hindered by rotating coaching staffs. And we don't know if the staff is going to gel the way it does on paper. And we don't know if it does, how long are they going to stay? So I understand that concern, but that's where I still bring in. Um, I, I dare, dare I say it, Jameis Winston as a bridge guy. If, Cause in my mind, if, if you can't have a coaching staff, that's going to do it. And now don't get me wrong. Josh McCown is great. Is I have high hopes for Josh McCown, but look at Jason, if you were, if you were willing and you might not have been, but if you and the general public were willing for, you know, were, were, were remiss about Teddy Bridgewater and wanting to bring him back, or if you were willing to get Jacoby Brissett or even bringing Cam in, he's got to be in the conversation a little bit just in terms of being a bridge quarterback that has the same facilities or similar facilities in his talent and in his skill set. Shantice, give me a second. Give me a second to talk to Jack real quick. Let me talk to Jack real quick. You got it, bro. Jack, let me let me, let me let you know something, bro. Let me let you know something. Now, I'm a Florida State fan, okay? Oh, I'm so there's no Florida bias State here fan. at all. I'm, there's no bias here, right? I love my nose. We've been going through a rough time. Jameis was good with the crab leg situation down in Florida State, down in Tallahassee, okay? What he's not going to be good for is Carolina barbecue. We don't need him in Carolina. If we're going to go Jameis, you might as well keep PJ. I mean. And you can keep PJ. And you can keep PJ for lesser money. Already has the locker room. Already has the rapport. Ain't no need to bring famous Jameis in here. Oh, I'm all we really need. All we really need <laughs> is to draft a quarterback. And you're going to hear me say it. We need to let Corral come to the bank. And see what he can do. You shaking your head, but you want to bring in a proven interception. I, I'm a not proven saying, interception. I'm not saying for long term, but look at we had at least one, the last guy that was from Florida State and was 300 pounds did us good for at least one year. After Chris that, Winky. no, I was I was saying Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> look Chris Winky's a name. Chris Winky, that is that's, the, that's a name. That is, <laughs> is, he still the old, is he still the oldest draft pick? Maybe he might be. Maybe him. It's either it's, it's got to be between him or Brandon Whedon. 
Brandon. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a vault name. <laughs> Both of them boys had mortgages by the time they got to the league already. <laughs> but no, all jokes aside, though, honestly, though, Jack, I would tell you, if we're going to, if, you, if you're talking, go down that route, you got to go PJ over Jameis. There's, I mean, there's, there's, there's really, what do you see there? Like, seriously, what's the difference? The only difference I see in terms of now, in, in terms of trying to, to improve, I mean, I don't think Anthony Richardson, I think he's got a great arm and a great pocket presence. And arguably, you know, I think that there is something to be said about dealing with situations that aren't as ideal. Now, PJ's had to do that, but never in a consistent setting. And also my thought process is, especially coming in, if he's going to start, like, I'm, I'm thinking not even as a starter. Like, if the, then the young guy comes in, who better to talk about the guys that he's going to be going up against in the NFC South than a guy who's played for two NFC South teams in the last four or five years. I mean, you already have your added familiarity with half of the staff. Now, of course, those staffs are some are, are fairly different than the time frames that he had been there, but I think at least you know the presence. You also know more so than P.J., what comes with being a top three draft pick as a quarterback, how to handle the mental capacity of it. I mean, seriously, because Richardson, who if it's Richardson, if it's Stroud, if it's Bryce Young, they are going to have, like they always do, the giant, most giant targets on their back from day one. Sure. And so yeah, I'm sure. th- and, and so Josh McCown, PJ Walker, other than maybe Sam Darnold, and even him marginally so, have never, ever have to experience anything like that or go through anything like that. They're just happy to be in the league at this point in time. So, James. Uh, it, uh, hold on now. Sam was a top three pick. We forget. Were we expecting? What, was he number one? No. Was he number one that year? I think it was, was two. It was two. Okay. Baker went one. Okay. I do remember yeah. that. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's that was right. the string of one, two, the, the top two that just kept going back to back. And you're like, God, we're doing right, this right, again. Right, right. So, that, like, look, it, I understand. The only reason and, I said that because he played for the Jets. That's the only reason I said that. And so I, I, under, I agree that in terms of a skill set, like necessarily, I think Anthony Richardson does, though, if we're speaking, and this is also me, like, if it's CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, there's not as much of a concern in my mind to bring in a bridge guy, really, mm-hmm. because those those two have been proven to be NFL ready more so. I think Anthony Richardson, like we said, has the highest floor, I believe, based off of in our system, not just out of the NFL, but in our system we're, with our team. I think he's got one of the higher floors out of the guys that are available right now. I also think he has one of the lower – I'm sorry, the highest ceiling. He also has one of the lower floors. I think yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But here's the thing: it's like with Jameis, the system you run for Anthony Richardson, Jameis isn't the same because it's not like they're a similar type of quarterback. Like, like Jameis is more so similar to Stroud in quarterback play than he is Anthony Richardson. He's not an athlete, you know. So this isn't a guy that's going to tuck it and run and you know break break you off for thirty. Um, but neither yeah, is like, he, it, a little bit more capable. Than, he's more capable than Jameis. Jameis got a bad back at this point, so it's, I mean. <laughs> And while I hit the joke, he's I mean, that's, that's a, that's a, he's got crab legs, though. <laughs> he can go side to side better than he's, anybody. He's, yeah, he's one side back. to side to an interception. That's what yeah. he can do. He can throw an interception. It, there are, I, with Richardson, that's that's the one that I worry about with taking Anthony Richardson. I have to do more as far as insulating him with a, a good, you know, the staff is already there, but I do have to insulate him with a veteran in the room that could probably play for the first five to six weeks before I can, before I'd be comfortable with throwing him out there. Unless you're willing to just have the offense be as vanilla as possible early in the season in hopes that you, he'll get it and he'll pick it up by around like week eight or nine. You know, but the only reason, but the only reason you draft Richardson, right, 
is because you have that person in place to mentor him, right? Mm -hmm. Now, Josh McCown can mentor him, right? But at that time when you're mentoring him, you're not going to have a Sam Donald in the building at that point. I don't think Sam Donald's going to be in the building. I think you're mm -hmm. going to have Josh McCown, <laughs> Matt Corral, and Jacob Eason, right? And then PJ should be lingering somewhere in there. And then unless uh -huh. he goes to be the quarterback coach for Matt Rule. Is Jacob Eason still Outside of that, us? I don't think PJ is. I think he's out of contract, right? He's not on contract. No, I, I meant, no, no, no PJ's Jacob, on the roster. I met Jacob Eason. Is he still even employed with us? Is he in the practice squad? He was on the contract. At least he was about two weeks ago. Uh, we, we should, we should go ahead. We should terminate that. Let me I mean, go ahead. Just... If it if it's my if it's up to me, and you don't ever really necessarily want to do this, but if it's up to me, I I go full. I just go full house. Clear clear the room. And I mean, oh yeah, Matt Corral say. though. Matt Corral got to stay. Matt Corral got to well, get Matt, a chance. Well, he's under contract. He's under, yeah, he he's can't. Up, he can't go. He can't go. Okay, he's on his. But everybody contract, else, so yeah. like, PJ Sam go. Yeah. We'll figure. Like I'd rather he's let my good. young guys battle it out anyway, personally, because I mean, like. I, I'd rather see Matt Corral get a shot to compete against whatever rookie that we have. Like, I, I do I think Corral's going to start. About. One thing we haven't talked about. Garoppolo's still out there, right? Mm -hmm. Garoppolo's still out there, right? And we have not put our hats around what it would take to get him to come to Carolina. Now, he's tied to the Raiders for obvious reasons. You know, he's tied to that. He's tied back to New England for obvious reasons. But I would take Jimmy G for one year to bridge that gap. But yeah, one year. I was. It's gonna cost you about thirty mil. Yeah, he ain't. He ain't. You think? Yes. No, no, no. You think? No, no. Hold on. Do you really think with his injury prone behind, you think that we can't negotiate that down? You need me. He seems. You need if you. No, we don't need you. We want you. We don't you, need you. If I can if go with Mac, you you do need a quarterback. That's that's the clip. You need a quarterback. So now he kind of. His mark is weird because like I don't nobody really believes that he's great for the reasons that. People would like you to be like he's all. Like, we feel like he's been great because of the coaching staff. Like, Josh McDaniels was great in in New England. Right, cool. Right. Kyle Shanahan's probably the best play caller in football. So you kind of just right. take that for what it is. I don't. Nobody really believes Jimmy G is a great quarterback in and of itself. But quarterbacks demand a certain price point, and he's in that mid tier that get that demands you thirty million. But thirty mil though, Shanties. Mm -hmm. If I'm not thirty mil, he's not thirty mil. He ain't. But I'm telling you what. What he's. We know that. You know that. Yeah. I know that. His agent and he don't know that. And they're not going to perpetuate that. <laughs> they're not going to perpetuate that. They're not going to say we're not thirty million. They're gonna, like, look at. You got to remember who we're talking about here. We're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. This is pretty boy QB right here. This yeah. is not. You know, he is not. You know, he's not beans and rice. Derek Carr. You know. Yeah, he's he, the, the Italian maestro. <laughs> He's the Italian you know Italian. What? I'm not with you tonight. <laughs> I'm serious though. Like, I mean, I mean, Jason. Like, uh, I, if I'm not willing to shell out money for Derek Carr, I'm not really willing to shell out money for him. No, we would have shelled out the money for Derek Carr. That's a different conversation. I think we would have shelled out the money for Derek Carr. I think so too. But Derek Carr's a healthy quarterback. He's a healthier. He's a healthier quarterback. So I try. I'm just like, if if it's if we're gonna, especially, and because Jimmy is not going somewhere to be a bridge quarterback. He's already fighting for his life and his ego in San Francisco as it is. And he, you know, did he's it. He's done in San Francisco. But he's not going anywhere to be a bridge quarterback. He, he, I think he's going somewhere. If he's going somewhere, I could see him going to like, I could see him going to New York. I could see him going to New York 100%. If they, if they, if, if they don't. You're talking about the Jets? No, the Giants. The Jets? What? Daniel Jones is looking to get in a contract extension. If they don't give that, that extension and that money, and he's. He, he, 
Here's where I'll flip I'll take Daniel Jones. I'll take Daniel Jones. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all <laughs> We're going to take another week and a half break. We're going to take another break, Jason. My goodness. Absolutely not. Here's why when Jason said the Jets, I was I I thought you were going going with the Jets because th- there's the San there's a San Fran New York connection that's, with Robert Sala, Sala, yeah, the, the the OC, former you know, former you know, for, yeah, yeah, you you said Jets honestly, but it makes sense offensively. It makes sense. I mean, they do have some weapons. You Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. They have I, who's I, what's the what's the young running back's name that tore his knee early in the year? I can't remember his name, but oh, he, um, he started out hot. I can't remember his name uh, for life right now. It starts with like an E. You're talking for the Giants? Like e for the Jets. For the Jets. So it starts with an E. For the Jets. Oh, e um, like um, Elijah, not Elijah. Mm, what's his name? I, well, okay. That doesn't matter. But the thing about it is they do have weapons and they do have familiarity with Jimmy Garoppolo that would lead me to believe that if he's on the market, if if you know, if he's willing to, they they'll get a, they, they get a deal done. But again, it's yeah, that city. He'd go, New York. he'd go from San Francisco. He's like I said, he's got the pretty boy. He would thrive in New York. I'm with Isn't you. He all... an East Coast guy anyway. Well, he played at East Illinois, so he's a Midwestern. He, well, he played. It's a mid, Midwest. Yeah. So I don't really know. I don't know where he's actually from though. I ain't gonna lie. I have to look that up. But he's got the familiarity with the years that he had played in New England. You know. Oh, B Hall, B Hall for the. Uh... Bryce Hall. Hall for their yeah, or Brees Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting Brees Hall. Yeah, he and so yeah. I think that would also make a fit too. There was talk. There was a, the talks that Daniel Jones was trying to push for us, but he was trying to push to get forty five from us. Ain't no way I'm giving him forty five million. So hold up, Jack. I would take. So let me ask you a question. If I were the ladies out for you, PJ Walker. Now listen to me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You shaking? No, I ain't even said a word. I ain't even said a word yet, dog. I ain't even said a word. You lay down Sam Donald, okay? Mm-hmm. PJ Walker, Daniel Jones. I'm gonna throw Jacob Easton in there just for S and G's. Okay. We're gonna throw Dan- we're gonna throw Daniel Jones in there for S and G's, okay? <laughs> and then we got Matt Corral. Who you going with? Remember that scene in Transformers when the, he told the kid when the dad told the kid he was gonna take him to get his first car? And he pulled up to 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 the lemon lot, and that was what that's what you've just presented with me is is a I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's uh, what we're working with right now. So what you, right, got? Out of, what you got? Out of I mean, out of that, I'm going Matt Corral. Out of that, I'm I, I, over Daniel Jones. Yes, what, not, fifteen touchdowns and six picks. What am I actually getting with Daniel Jones? I like I, that, that's that's I'm doing that trip. A bridge quarterback. That's not a br- he's not a bridge. He's trying to get a bag. It's Danny Dimes. He's not getting a bag. Dana dimed nothing. They're having they, they're in negotiations right now. I bet you'll get I bet you'll get 40 mil. I can I shut can. up, Shanti. Low, low 40s. Low 40s. Yeah. When I come home, if he gets low 40s, when I come home, you meet me at the bar. First <laughs> round on me. <laughs> First bet. round on bet. me. That is a bet. First he'll, round on me. He'll get low 40s. Because I mean, bro, Wait, what do the, the Giants have to lose? Shaquan Barkley. Well. He didn't really have him. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to he's trying to restructure his contract too. So that's the reason I can see that you know. It, and Saquon not, already knows that he's not gonna get the money. That, he's not getting that McCaffrey bag. He's not getting that Derrick Henry bag because he hasn't been on the field as much yeah, as either of those guys. And they're they're gonna so. ta- they're gonna tag one of them, and it's probably they're gonna tag Saquon out of all of them. They're gonna tag Saquon out. Of it's them. easier. Tag, it's it's easier. It, it makes me. It's the mold. You tag your running back. You just saw. You know. That's one thing we hadn't talked about with uh, the Cowboys tagging uh Pollard. tagging Pollard. Pollard. Knowing they had to. 
They had. They to. had to. Ezekiel Elliott is not Ezekiel anymore. <laughs> he's more like Luther. He's not the same person. Yeah, I mean, he's a solid he's third not. down back for you at this point. I mean, it's sad to see where his career is going, but which I mean, he's still he's still viable. He still can give you ten plus touchdowns a year. He's just not giving you. Here's the six. question: Would you take Ezekiel? Would you take Ezekiel? As a as a as a rotation, yeah, yeah, as a compliment to 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 Foreman, I would. I mean, you see the you see the mold there. I think what I think I could see what happening because this is another thing that just came up earlier today. Because the Titans seem to just be going, you know, full full barn burner. It seems the the talks have come out about them shopping Derrick Henry. And of course, I've you know, and whenever whenever a big name is said they're going to be shopped immediately, you know, okay, what do we want for the Panthers? How can we get him on the Panthers? Do we want him? And for me, that like the thought of Derrick Henry in a Panthers jersey is 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 enough to make me at least you know want to talk to him. That's that's insane. But for me, you just we just got out of this. Why why would we put ourselves back in this? And a guy who hadn't finished two of the last three seasons, actually more than that to be completely honest, if I'm not mistaken, and is looking. You have to eat that first. You, you know, you get that last year of the contract. He's going to want to restructure, and he's if he does well. Is gonna want a bag, so why would you do that to yourselves? And it's the fact that there's people that don't see how we're, we we be entering the exact same situation. I think because Derrick Henry's yep. been more available, but he had the same issues McCaffrey had has had later on. Derrick Henry had those issues early. He wasn't available yep. early in his career. Now he's had he's been nicked the last two years, but he's, he has missed significant time. So why would we why would we do it? It just looks it looks better, spend, but yeah. It, it I wouldn't spend no money sense. on him if I was gonna. If I was gonna spend that, if I was gonna spend money, I'm going for Galicki out of Miami, um, because he's up. He's up for grabs at the tight end. Uh oh, Jack, you're looking constipated. What's wrong? I, just, I got my idea. I, I don't. Wait, 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 wait. What's wrong with Galicki? Gasecki. Whatever, <laughs> just, whatever. Out of Miami, he works. It makes me Gasecki. I don't look at ah. Uh, <laughs> it makes me Gasecki because to me he falls in that realm of like your. Of like your Dalton Schultz and your uh, who's the boy on the on the Eagles? Um, Got it, Dallas Goddard. Where they have oh, their oh, where they have their flashes of you know they seem more fantasy oriented kind of guys to me than incredibly impactful yeah. players. Goddard now Goddard had a big impact in that offense solely though because if you're not going to get AJ Brown, if you're not going to get Devonta Smith, you got to go like you know someone's going to be like open. Go to, yeah. So right. he was able to fill that role in the yeah. middle of the field. Now we need a tight end like that, but. I don't know. It, it's just it's another one of those things where for the guys that we've seen in this class and the guys coming up, boy out of Georgia hadn't declared for the draft yet. He's going the next year. Oh, you talk, oh yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's the one I want. That, that's, hey, that's, that's the one I want. I'm going to tell you right now. That's a top ten pick. You ain't getting him. You ain't talking I, that. I know. I know. I'm being now. Now, now there's another cat out of Georgia who had a great uh, combine. Darnell Washington. And you know what? Mm. And he looked a lot more fluid. Yeah. I mean, I am pads. I mean, you look at him in pads. I'm like, bro, this is this is a big gargantuan. How did he? I, I didn't thought. I didn't think he moved that well. But he looks a lot. He, well, without the pads, obviously he's probably lost weight for the combine. To he lost weight. He to looked, test well. He, he, like he lost weight. He definitely yeah. slimmed down to test. But I, he looked. I'm not lying. I'm intrigued. I mean, he's. I mean, he's, he's already a great blocking tight end. He's got. He's got the physical tools that I think that bro that. that this has to work in some capacity in the NFL, you would think. Mm-hmm. And I would like to pair him along with whatever rookie we take in the first round. I would like to pair him up alongside 
That's alongside him and let those guys, you know, create beautiful music together for at least the next five to seven years. Here, here's my mindset on, on, on the draft and free agency going forward. And I think that it alludes to kind of what you've seen be successful in these last few years. Now, it should have worked for the Eagles. You know, it, it was it was it was there for the Eagles. They, you know, go hard in the paint and free agency to fill those holes where they needed. You get AJ Brown, you get, you know, you get guys like Darius Slay the years beforehand. You get James Bradbury, like they went off. And then in season, Nadabak and Sue and you get um um Linval Joseph, who I'm still upset we didn't even touch with a 10 foot pole. But um I you see that mold where they're trying to get these guys that are impactful. And I think the Panthers are in that spot where when you have such a polarizing need right off the bat, you know, you know, your first need, you've got it quarterback. That's what you want to do. If you're not going to do it in free agency, like that's, that's going to happen. It's going to happen one or the other. And depending, there's only really one person free agency wise that we would go for. We all know who it is. And there's only, and there's, but there's a few people, you know, in the draft that we would go for outside of that, these other positions of need, they're not as glaring because the quarterback one is so glaring. So when you talk about tight end, running back, linebacker, you know, defensive back in the draft for positions like tight end, maybe an extra rotational running back, some depth at, at defensive back for safety, you know, with we can talk about, you know, Sean Franklin later, but in terms of depth at safety and cornerback, these are some of the places where I'm trying to go, you know, maybe a bit more draft heavy, but I would be okay with looking at in free agency. Then outside of that, wide receivers, defensive ends, you know, more linemen. That's where I'm going right. Let's get some more draft. Let's get some more free agency in here. Some more bang for the buck that we can get to go right off the bat. We need that fire off the edge, off a wide receiver, some beef in that middle. So that's when you're talking about guys like Mike Gusecki, Scott's got to be very orchestrated with how he goes about this off season with, especially with free agency and with the draft picks, with the draft picks, he's got a little bit more wiggle room because we've established this ability that we're trying to still be good and good going forward. It's not all or nothing this season, but that's well, here's the problem though. Here's the problem though. We're going to trade our future away. If we try to bump up to the top three. Now I'm not saying we shouldn't. What I'm saying is understanding what we're going to have to give up to get up there. And, and that's right? where I think. And, and if we do that, and if we do that, we're going to hamstring ourselves to that quarterback. So we have to be very diligent in that decision, right? I brought up Will Levis, and you you shuddered when I said Will Levis. But let's be 100% honest. It could be the Jake DeLone part two. You know what I'm saying? We could have Jake DeLone part two coming. We got to go ahead and accept the fact that that could be what happens. Could also very well be Jimmy Clausen part two, which could allow for us to get a guy, you know, like uh, Caleb Williams the next year, which, you know, then he'll be the second greatest quarterback in Panthers history. But – that's where I still just that, that's where I get my concern. I mean, Fitterer is the most important person for this Panthers organization for the next two, three years. Like yeah. Rank Reich obviously has his impact, but it's really all on how Fitterer goes about orchestrating these next two, three off seasons. And to be fair, if you have a competent GM, so like the, the price they would take for us to get up to like three or or one would take three first and your probably your two second round picks that you got from McCaffrey. In the 49ers trade, in the 49ers trade, right. which, which in all reality, if you get your quarterback, that's not a bad haul to send off. Like if you, like if you're missing your first for the next two years, all right, great. Um, you shouldn't be picking in the top ten anyway. 
You sure you probably picking in the box. You 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 want to be picking theoretically in the back half of the draft. So you're not even. So this isn't even doing anything for you anyhow. And free agency is where you're gonna have to make your where you're gonna have to make your main stay. I mean, and I think that Scott has shown uh he's shown the ability to he's shown the ability to be able to grab the right guys in certain spots here and there. But he's gonna have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna have this is gonna have to be his best work this offseason. Like what you do with Shaq is gonna be he- very impactful on how your free agency goes from the start. I mean, and mind you, this starts on March 15th. So we'll yeah. see. So it was yeah. like a week from now. So yeah, it, it, he's yeah. So one we'll, thing about we'll find one out thing soon. I will say to you, Shanti, you were right about Scott Fitter, and, and you too, Jack. This is his most important. The other part that we have to remember is remember he inherited a mess. He inherited a whole heap of you know what. And so what he's done to this point has been impressive. But these key decisions around Shaq, you know I'm about to bring up no action. No action. You know, we got to start having these real conversations with ourselves to say we've got some key pieces in place. Now the complementary parts have to come. And we're going to have to make some decisions where you're going to have to take that cousin and be like, you can't come to the family reunion this year. And we're going to have to start exocommunicating some of this disease that we've got as far as complacency and keeping that Carolina thing together or whatnot, wherever you want to put it. So we're going to have to make those decisions. I said it in the beginning. I'm going to say it again. My fear, we're going to overreach because we are in a desperate situation. And if we do that, we mortgage the next three to five years down the road. Hey, can I ask you a question? If you got Stroud, would you consider it an overreach? Or for the whole I just said, would you consider it an overreach for CJ Stroud? I don't know. But see, to me, I I don't believe in Ohio State quarterbacks. You gotta oh, take you you got, believe in Alabama. You gotta take are those you, blinders off. Are you, are you scouting the helmet, man? You can't do that. Cause I can say the same thing about man, Anthony no, Richardson. No, 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 no. I can, I can say the same no, no, about because Florida quarterbacks don't wear out either. Me, so Anthony Richardson can't. Name me, name me Ohio State quarterback that you would ride by that's been in the league right now. Name one. Uh name me a Florida one. For that matter, name your for that matter. Yeah. I'm not a Florida person. But, no, I'm saying, Florida I'm saying, I'm saying, Anthony, I'm saying, Anthony Richardson is a Florida cat. So I mean, and then like Will Levis, who's the Kentucky quarterback that matches <laughs> that goes with that. What I'm saying is, who's your Bama quarterback? A couple of pieces, a couple of things I don't trust. A couple of things I don't trust. Alabama quarterback. Only recently, Alabama running back, and we had that discussion. Ohio State quarterbacks. I haven't seen one pan out except Joe Burrow, and he ended up being from LSU at the end of the day. I just right. I just do not believe in Ohio. Now, this is my knock. CJ Stroud, if we get him, you better believe my son's gonna get his jersey and we're gonna be up in the bank <laughs> on a Sunday going CJ, CJ, CJ. I'm not tripping on that. What I'm saying is I just am not bought and sold on him. I'm really not bought and sold on Bryce Young. All the reports you read is we're impressed with Bryce Young. Bryce Young, Bryce Young is about the same size as Muggsy Bogues would be on a on a football field. Hey, I, I'm not okay. gonna hear the slander about Muggsy Bogues here. <laughs> but still, I mean, my fear is even if we went after Bryce Young, right? Bryce Young is gonna make it year one and year two, he's done. He's an RG three because he's gonna get beat the hell up. No, I'm just saying he's gonna get beat the hell up and that his body's not gonna hold up. Not that he's gonna suck like RG three and that he's gonna get beat up like RG three. So those those hits take a toll, and on his body type and his body size, that's a tough one to hold, man. You want to risk your future on that? Now, C.J. Stroud has the competence. 
He is tall enough. He's big enough. We can put some weight on him. I think he has the fundamentals. He may be the first Ohio State quarterback that shocks me. I'm, I just said on, in, in my history, I can't think of an Ohio State quarterback that's giving me the let's go get him. But, you know? uh, and while I do feel you on that, quarterbacks, all right, who's the quarterback factory in, in, of college football? Like, I don't think one actually exists. There's not one. There's not, There's one. not one. There's not one. Exactly. So I'm like, I mean, See, you got. I, I, that's why I don't too much worry about where he came from. And plus, the eras are so different. Like, if this, all right, if you came from uh, Jim yeah. Trust, Ohio State, this Jim Trust, Ohio State isn't Ryan Day, Ohio State. So it's not. I, no doubt. And no I, doubt. And, and no I doubt. think the Ryan Day, Ohio State quarterbacks have looked better. Now, Fields, now Fields is still trying to figure this out. And they, now this is he's in a critical year. But Fields is really the first Ryan Day, Ohio State quarterback that we've gotten to see. I'll give you that. I've liked what I've seen from him. And I, I can tell you right now, I know all the Ryan Day quarterbacks are better than all of the Urban Meyer Ohio State quarterbacks for a fact. Yes, yes. And, and, yes, and, they're, yes. and they're all better than the Jim Trussell quarterbacks from like from Troy Smith and all them kids. I know they're better than them. So, But it's just like it's just like USC, right? USC had all of these. Carson Palmer is might, might be the only successful. Matt Leinart had a long tenure. Yeah. It was nothing yeah. that came to pass, right? <laughs> right. That's a fact. Yep. You know what I mean? So we can talk. And you're right, Shanti, you make a great point. There is really no quarterback factory to be had, right? You can't say, oh, all Florida quarterbacks are great. Tim Tebow was not great in the NFL. <laughs> right. Okay? I mean, and if people wanted to get give- Werfel was not great in the NFL. Exactly. Okay? So we, we can talk through those. Cam Newton is a Florida quarterback that ended up being an Auburn graduate. Right. That's about the only Florida quarterback that we can say is a Florida quarterback. But he's not really a Florida quarterback. So I get what you're saying. I just I just fear I don't want to mortgage three to five for this year. That's just me. That's I've it. lived this life too long. I mean, that, that price point for the Bears is, is rough. That that thing, is, yes, it, it is. Looking at it from, I mean, like when you hear about it, when you hear the think about it, like it's right. But looking at it just laid out, that's that's a tough hit right there. What was their price point? That I, it was the if I'm remember, I think it was, was it the three, three first rounders. It was the yeah, two was second rounders, rounders yeah. and then it was a, and then it was a, I think there was one other thing, like maybe a third or something like that. And the, then it was your children, your wife, <laughs> and your future wife. And and, and, and I think, with that. and I think if I if I'm going to put a prediction out of the world, I think I think the Titans are going to. To ship that off, I think they're going to ship Derek. Think so? I think they're going to ship Derek Henry off, and I think they're going to ship off a, f- a couple first round picks. They've already cleaned house with it. But if they, I, did Tannehill sign an extension last year? Though didn't he sign an extension last year? If he did, I, I think Tannehill. I think he did. I I th- I think the new GM might be pulling a wool over the eyes of saying we're going to stick with Tannehill, but you can keep him on the roster. That, right, that don't right, mean right. that don't mean he gonna play. And and he's a good and he's a smart quarterback and could be a good bridge quarterback, especially if you're trying to. The thing that only draws me away from it is that they just drafted Willis. So that's the only thing that turns me away from that. Ooh, of, of, of I forgot that. Yeah. Malik. But oh, this, well, that already tells me how they feel about Willis, though. If you're already if if you're willing to, then they haven't seen nearly enough. Which in the games that he played, I will say it wasn't impressive. It's, it was yeah. not. But also, he was playing the. I mean, the Jag one was the main re- reprehensible one. But like, you're playing the Chiefs in. The Chiefs, the, yeah. But you knew that going into it, though. But you knew that going into that it. That doesn't make it. That make it any easier. That doesn't make that that feat any easier to do. I think though, also that is a. If you're thinking about the from the Bears' perspective in terms of they're gonna they're yeah. they are the bell of the ball right now and they're gonna take the most fitting deal for them. 
and what they, especially if they're going to trade that pick away, they're going to take what is most impactful. So you put Justin Fields and Derrick Henry in that backfield together when you're trying to, I mean, and then you get a guy like D Hop, you get a guy, you get a guy like D Hop in free agency, and and suddenly. You're you're putting together. Something. He needs to come home. We'll take D Hop. I'll take D Hop. I'll take him. Well, so I take him to go so, alongside. So, I take him to go alongside DJ. You know, I take him to go alongside DJ talk, all day. We talked about because this what I hear them shopping around or looking at. We talked about how we need that vertical threat. We need that offset. We've always had guys yeah. that were just like DJ. So now, and we got another PED guy out there with Chandler. Two PED guys. On the Panthers, the best fraternity there. Let's do it. <laughs> um, but, but, that's good, but that's a good segue into the fact that there are reports now coming out that we're talking to Miko Hardman. To me, I'm, why? Really? He, does, he doesn't really do. He doesn't really solve the vertical. Th- I mean, he's fast, but like, like his kind of fast friend. is more like a. He's a jet sweet kind of guy. Like he's well, like he's like give me a Chenault that we can resign. Yeah, I can get yeah. Chenault for cheaper. We have Way Ch- cheaper. We have Chanel for cheaper. That's just hey, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I like Nico. He would be the Curtis Samuel replacement, I guess. Yeah. But that's so. Then it. what do you do? So hold on, hold on. So if, let's just say let's let's play devil's advocate here. You get Nico Hartman. What mm-hmm. do you do with TMC? What do you do with um? What do you do? With, what's my other man's name that we picked up? The the um. Oh my god, he didn't play that much. Come or... on, oh my Higgins. Higgins. Yeah, Higgins. 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 He's, he's gone. He's gone. I, okay. Higgins. And it was um, so it was them. It Shaw Smith. I hate it for you, Shantis. He gotta go. He would be the odd man out. Yeah, I, I I've known that for a while now. Yeah. I've I've already known that. It's like if he, yeah. because the Vince construct because of what because everybody brings certain aspects. I mean, T uh, uh, Terrence Marshall's obviously he 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 can be a deep threat, jump ball threat as well though. Gives you something in the red zone that you, that you can use a big body. He's our only jump ball. He's a big body. He's a big body. Exactly. Yeah, he's a big body. Yeah. LaVisca is all right. He's a he's your yak guy. He's a, he, get it out to him on the screen. Can break it off. We've seen him do it multiple times. Where I, a simple he screen could pass. He actually be a running back. He could actually play running back. You know honestly. what I'm saying? A lot more versatility there. Whereas, whereas, where Shaw would have would have had to have been either a guy that could win the slot consistently or a deep threat. Neither of which he was consistently. He had flashes, but didn't do that consistently enough for me to just fault like to make sure that he has to be right. there next year. So he he would he would be the odd man out for sure. We got to bring Charleston yeah. Rambo back out of the XFL. He got on a team. Hey man, we're not he doing that, Jack. Team. We're not. <laughs> I want a Rambo jersey. All right, he got on a team. That was that was cool to see. So is so. But no, all, all jokes aside, all jokes aside, I would say we're in a very peculiar situation in that we've got a good core. I mean, we've got a young, good core. We have to be very careful not to disrupt that just for the sake of disrupting that to reach for the next three to five. Now, CJ Stroud's available. If we go to three and he's there, you take him. I mean, I, I would I would, I would, would kick us in the rear end if he's there and we're like, you know what? That lineman out of Iowa seems a lot better than CJ Stroud. You know what I mean? Like I would I would call both of you and be like, I'm not doing a podcast for a month because I'm not talking about the Panthers, right? But on the on 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 on, on a real situation is I can't say this enough. I just do not want to mortgage the future. I get that. We are right there. We are right, I mean, we are literally right there to cross over to being a legitimate team for the long term. Because we've got the right pieces in place at a young age. We really do. I, I get that. I just think that 
you're not going to stay in the top 10 for a fourth year in a row. I really just don't think it's going to happen with the way the NFC South is going right now, with the way the NFC in general is. Oh, for and sure. And you're just, for you're sure. not going to get in the top 10 for a fourth year in a row. And I think Fitterer has been sitting there in the wings watching how these top 10 rounds have gone the last few years. And we kept, cause we kept waiting for it, right? Shantice and I were just mm-hmm. as surprised as anybody when we got JC over, <laughs> over Justin Fields, when he was still on the board, we were shocked as anybody. And we were like, all right, cool. And we saw that happen in real time. Same thing with Icky. We were praying at this point in time it wasn't yes. going to go that way. We were playing, please do not do this. Wait another year and, and get your best guy available. Get that what you can. I just I don't think Fitterer is going to do it another year in a row. It just it's okay. the, the stars seem to be aligning right now. You've got these guys that are on your roster, and that's why I don't think they're going to go for one. And I don't think, honestly, they they go for three. I know three gives you that security, but if you look at the teams that are there, I think they could go probably as low as five, five, five or six. Is 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 probably my yeah. is my. That's what I was thinking early on. Well, Geno Smith getting his deal done helped us out immensely. Yep, yeah, yep. helped us out a lot. That's yep. one less team on the quarterback market, at least that we think there's off the quarterback market because his deal is until Aaron Rodgers until Aaron Rodgers goes. Aaron Rodgers they've got. Take- even then, I think they would still run with Jordan, with Jordan Love for a year. Wait, wait, wait. You know what's funny about that, right? So I, I mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo. Sake of argument, they keep Jimmy Garoppolo. What do they do with Trey Lance? Would you take him? Would you take Not him? over a quarterback currently in this class. I want, I want my own, man. I'm not going to lie. I, that's the other okay, thing. I'm, I'm just asking. I don't, at this point, I'm I don't want asking. anyone's leftovers. That's that's my that's my thing here. I'm not. That's what we do, though, Jack. That's, that's, that's why I don't want it. Do. That's why I don't I want, want it. Like, I'm, I'm I, cool off it. Look, man, Cam spoiled us back. Because you think about it, like prior to Cam, there all our quarterbacks prior to that were all left over. Reach yeah. Jay DeLong. Jay DeLong was yeah. an NFL Europe ex Saint left leftover. Who was before that? Ronnie Pete was a what? He, he played like fifteen he years in the league. He was fifty years old. He was fifty years old playing. Vinny had just left the retirement home to come back in to play to get that check. That was a Jimmy sick year. Lawson was a, a no brain. Even, like, even Kerry Collins had his time on the Titans. He was drinking. He was drinking on. He was drinking on North Try on Tryon. Right. So uh, honestly, night. besides Kerry Collins, besides Kerry Collins, Jimmy Clawson, and Cam, those are the only three quarterbacks that have that we drafted immediately and started day one. Other than that, everybody else was uh. You're right. You're right. The it's, it's been a retread. Frank. Even Frank. <laughs> <laughs> he was the retread. He was the retread. The retread. So yeah, I'm ready to go get my own guy, man. Uh, it's, it's enough with this. I mean, enough with this trying to fix somebody else's mistakes, you know. Because then the only, I, I, only reason I ask is because he's still young. That's yeah. the only reason I ask. Yeah. And I mean, the only other thing I could see is, like I said, if if they see something in just talks, if if, if Frank has seen something, and this is. This scares me to even vocalize, but I'm going to do it just for Jason's sake. The only thing that I could see is they see something potential in, in Matt Corral or, or to, to, to really go, you know what? He's good enough to hold us over, but still keep us in the top 10 and top couple picks for next year's right. Like I could see them repeating this process to see how the coach, the coaching staff gels, like we talk about, but that's just honestly too big of a gamble. To, to take and I think that that's that's because that's your really that's your only scenario that you that you that you create if you don't get a quarterback in this draft and you don't get the likes of Lamar that's your only feasible scenario that doesn't involve putting money to a guy that doesn't deserve it or isn't going to benefit us or just you know 
really just just taking the whole year off. That's that's the only thing I can think of. And and it, and it pains me to say. And let me say this. Let me say this. If we even think or sniff a Lamar Jackson, you talk about waging your future. I mean, that's now I would wage. <laughs> now I I'd wage a couple of children. I wage a couple of children for Lamar Jackson. That, Not even gonna lie. I understand. Not that's even gonna lie. Probably commodity though. I mean, you got you got just a full cup fifty mil off the rip. I mean, listen, eat it. Yeah, I mean, no, the only way, we can find it. In the only budget. way we draft Anthony Richardson is if he can play for the Hornets with his vertical. I mean, that's the only reason you would do it. I'll, you know, I'll take it at this point. <laughs> if you make that joke, I, t- I take it at this point with the way that organization's going. It, it's it's interesting to see, and it's like, like I said, I wish they could do like an all. I wish we were all nothing eligible, you know, or or hard knocks eligible for the season because it would be just a ridiculous season to watch unfold completely. And it's again another off season where it's just like every single off season has gotten more and more tumultuous, more and more impactful, more and more you know terrifying for for that matter. And and this is another one where it's we're gonna be sitting there on that on draft day that like just and, we, and I we're gonna have no idea what's gonna happen. Like people keep asking me, you know, what do you think is gonna happen? What's your take? And I keep telling them like. I have no clue what is – I have no <laughs> earthly idea. I'd like to think that I have sometime a little bit of semblance of, you know, what is in the card. I, I have no clue. I have no idea. This year, this year, bro, we – like you said, there's no clue. We knew – for the last three, we pretty, we had a general idea. 2020, when we our first draft together, we knew we were going defensive line. We were either debating between Derrick Brown and Javon Killar at the time. We would never expected all seven of them to go defensively. But that was never going to Right. You see, we didn't know that. <laughs> but 21, we thought, okay, we knew we needed a corner. But we also we really thought we were going to get a quarterback at that point. We thought that, okay, he's sitting right there. Go get him. He missed on that one. Now, last year, we knew left tackle was like that. We That had, that had to happen. We were just debating on who, who would even be there. At that point, and Icky just so happy to be the be the first one off the board, which we are thankful that the stars align for that. But this one, I have no clue because I, I have no idea. This yeah. this will be the first time I've seen this team have to move up a significant amount in the draft, right? Possibly get the number we'll one. Up in the top ten, though, like we're already in the top ten. Yeah, you're already in the top ten, but further, to move up right? further, yeah, like yeah. Right, this is right. this, this will be right. something I we've never. This will be unprecedented in Carolina's history. And it's fit. It's Fitter's first uh, season, like you said, Jason, untethered from the binds of the horrible relationship that was Matt Rule. That's why, like, this is giving us the chance. He's made his inklings, like you said, each year, especially contract wise. Too last year, we saw in free agency and in contract, we saw him. You know, there was some losses. But there were some big wins as well with Foreman and Bozeman and these kind of guys. LaVisca mm-hmm. Chenault midseason, you know, you had your losses there too. But this is both free agency and draft pick, his first year untethered. And that's where it's like, that's where he has so much riding on him to go, okay, you, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing, we're waiting now. Nothing's holding you back. We gave you, you know, some, we gave you some, some slack with some of these issues that we've had in the past, knowing that mm-hmm. it was a, a crazy situation in the stadium. Now the the cards are off the table, and you got to show that you know yeah. you can be a GM in this league for a long time, and a guy you know that can turn us from from you know laughing stock to you know a dark horse, and then from a dark horse to yeah. a powerhouse. Yeah. Well, just real quick before before we get ready to sign off, I just want to say I didn't make it last week. My shout out, my t- my hat off to the big cat. We definitely appreciate everything that you did. You brought you brought football to the Carolinas. You created something that we can debate, argue, cry, laugh over week to week. 
certainly appreciate it, Big Cat, and uh, you will always be remembered and you will always be missed on, from that standpoint. Absolutely. We couldn't have said it any better ourselves. And like he would say, and of course, Jerry would wait too too long, but what we will do is keep waiting and keep pounding.